Welcome to the Conscious Living Podcast, conversations to educate, empower, and enlighten our world. An uplifting and inspiring series of conversations and talks with your host, Jackie Woodside. We are educating minds, empowering lives, and enlightening souls to create a world where love prevails. In this engaging podcast, we deliver exciting, positive, transformative talks and teachings designed to elevate your life. Now, let's join our host, Jackie Woodside, for this week's session. Hi, everybody. Jackie Woodside here with another episode of the Conscious Living Podcast. I'm so, so glad that you continue to show up and deepen your thinking with me as we keep moving into this series of dialogues and talks about what it means to live life more consciously. So thank you for being here with us. And today I'm just super excited to have a dear friend and colleague of mine join us, someone who we have shared our children with, shared our school uh, community with one another, and also we support one another and go back and forth professionally as well. Mia Morin is an expert about helping particularly moms with busy lives, uh, but with people in general, how to plan and simplify life. And when I was thinking about conscious living, I thought, wow, you know, what a great look at how to live more consciously, but then to really think about simplifying and how we're living our day-to-day life, Mia. And I think that's why I'm so excited to have your view of conscious living on, on the podcast today, because uh, I, I do think that today, the world that we're living in today, the complexity of our culture, the pace of our culture, that you've just got an important voice in this, uh, in this dialogue. So welcome to the Conscious Living Podcast. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor to be here. Yeah, awesome. So let's begin, just, you know, tell us a little bit. Of course, I, I know a bit of your journey. I remember when you first started, when you wrote the, uh, the Flow Planner and, and then you wrote your, yeah. your book, Plan Simple Meals. I, I remember that whole journey with you. Yeah. But our, you know, our listeners don't know you as well. So say a little bit about, you know, your, your life, yeah. your profession, your kids. There's so much that you've got going on. Absolutely. So um, it all actually, so it flip-flopped the book and the planner. So basically what happened was I'm a designer by trade. I've always been an entrepreneur, um, but I owned a design company um, and I loved that. It was really good. And while I had that company, I had three kids. So it was this point where I had three kids pretty much. I think they were under the age of five at this point. And I just remember this very specific day when I kind of glanced across at my desk at these, this stack of coffee cups and was like, Whoa, first of all, how have I been to Starbucks this many times today? Like, what does that say about me? (laughs) And like, I always thought that caffeine was supposed to give you energy and I'm freaking tired. And you know, I think it was like quarter to three. And so I was like, what is going on? And, you know, really I had checked off all the boxes that the external board had told me at that point, you know, had told me I should want, like, not only did I have these three beautiful kids and I was married to the, somebody I met in high school and we had bought an apartment, like all of it was just really dreamy. And yet I was really tired. (laughs) And so that was kind of my like draw line in the sand moment where I was like, there has got to be something I'm missing if this didn't bring me the joy I thought it would. And so somehow that led me to food. I think it was because, you know, my body hadn't, it was not at all in the, where it was before I had kids. And, you know, quite frankly, probably what motivated me most was weight loss at that exact moment. But what mm-hmm. happened was I really probably made the most committed firm decision ever 
and was like, I just need to change this. And then as you know, like, just like one thing leads to another, when you, when you really get into that commitment energy, which I didn't even know was happening at the time, I'm saying this totally in reflection. And, um, I went to a yoga class and I just like the teacher, I was like, I'm supposed to know her. So at the end of the class, like shy Mia went up to the teacher and was like, I don't know why I think I'm supposed to know you. Like, this is what I do. I make websites, you know, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I need a website. And I think I have the solution to your tiredness. Like I must have told her everything. And so, you know, she gave me this way of eating, which was insane. It happened to be raw vegan. And I was like, whatever, I'll do anything. And literally, literally, I'm not kidding you, Jackie. If you had told me at that moment in life to go find kale at Whole Foods, I might have cried. Like I was not a cook. Like I was like frozen food takeout. Like I married a chef. He knew how to make meals from scratch, but like, that was not me. So I went from like one way to another way, like literally overnight. And I tell people always that, you know, the weight melted away, but I'm sure it took time, but really it didn't feel like it did because the process was really enjoyable. Yeah. And, um, wait, so wait, the process of going raw vegan was enjoyable. Like, I don't know. Like I just, it was, it was less about the food and more that I just became, was, I was clear that I was like becoming myself, I think in that moment. And there was something about that that just motivated me to take the next step. And, you know, it was the beginning of plan simple in a way, because I really did simplify it big time. You know, I, I literally ate the same thing for five weeks until I got sick of it. And then that led me to a cooking class. And then I learned how to cook. And lo and behold, like a year and a half later, I had done all this research and interviewing with, um, with, with like sort of food gurus Uh and, you know, our kids both went to the Waldorf school. So I was interviewing these food gurus who all seemed to be like older men (laughs) at the time. It was like before Pinterest and Instagram. And they all kept telling me that their kids didn't eat well. So I was like, what, like, how can you do all this work and like not pass that on to your kids? So then that led me into the world of parenting and coaching. And so it was just sort of this like whole trajectory, which led to this book, Plan Simple Meals. So this does get to time. So what happened was I took my three kids out of school for a year and went on the road with this book. Um, yeah. And I just talked to thousands of women and I kept hearing the same thing. Like I kept thinking that nobody knew what kale was like me, but everybody was much more smart than that. And they all knew what (laughs) kale was and they all knew what green smoothies were like, that wasn't the issue. Like they all kind of knew what they were supposed to do. But when we started like somewhere along the line, I was like, wait, take out your phone. And we would like start to look at their schedules and like, they'd be finishing work and then running to get kids. And then they'd want these healthy meals. And like, there was literally no time to create the life that they wanted. And so that was really what tipped me off to this idea that we just are thinking about time, maybe in the wrong way. And we're not making time for the lives, these amazing lives that we actually want. And sort of that, that sort of landed me where I am today doing the work I do today. What? Wow. That sounds like a divinely led and inspired process. It really does. Absolutely. And, you know, in hindsight, like my, my, my brother called me one day and was laughing and he was like, you know, you used to always make calendars, like always, you know, like you would, you know, you know, so that's this thing that's always been there. It's just, sometimes we don't see it until we need to see it. (laughs) Oh, so great. So I'm I'm so curious about both things. You and I both wrote books on time uh, or, you know, flow planner and my coming to chaos book, which I remember you were excited about. So we're, we're of two minds about that. So I I really want to hear about, you know, what is, what does flow planning mean and what are the tenets Mm. of that? And how does that relate? How does that support people in living more consciously? Yeah. So, so the first tenant of it is really thinking through life more holistically. So what I found at first with 
all the people who had all these overlapping things, including myself, was yeah. that, you know, we're just sort of conditioned like work calendars live on your computer and like children's schedules at the time lived on your refrigerator, you know, in the time of printouts of like little right. league practice and school schedules and food planning, if it happened, was kind of like a different note somewhere and usually more in list format than like yeah. actually making time for it. And spirituality, which so flow is food and wellness lifestyle, which is like home and family and relationship. O stands for OM, which is, you know, spirituality and quiet and self-care and work. And, you know, I definitely at the beginning wasn't making time for quiet and self-care and connecting with my higher self and all that. And and so really looking at all those things and what we, what our future self most wants us to really be leaning into in those four areas. So, so that's what flow stands for is like really thinking about goals in those four areas at any given time. And then what we do is we sort of flow it forward. So it has a secondary meaning of like, you know, if this is going to be what I want for the next 90 days, okay, great. How do I bring that forward into a month and into a week and into a day? And it's very repetitive. So some people are like, are you trying to make me a robot? But really it's about recommitting. Cause I found that what happened is when I did big things, I, I really needed to, you know, I needed to commit to myself. So I would make it through all those obstacles that kept showing up and mm-hmm. really see the good in what I had initially decided. Um, and yeah. so that's kind of the process in a nutshell. And I, I always love to say, because at first planning really felt like it came into um, conflict with my desire to really want to live in the now and be yeah. present. Yeah. And so, but what I saw was like, if right now I'm making a choice that is really in alignment with my future self, then by the time I land in that day, it's basically a gift that my past self is giving my future self. And I can really do it from the present moment. And so that was really, that was really helpful to like understand. Um, And you always talk, you know, you always talk about vibe. I do. And what I find with planning is so like, what I find is that, you know, especially with like food and, and entrepreneurship and, and, you know, showing up and doing all the hard things. Like I don't love to be seen and yet I'm seen all the time. You know, I don't even love to cook, but I cook really good food because it helps me feel really good. Right. And so, so I do it. And one of the things that I noticed about planning is I can control the vibration for which I sit down and plan. Right. So I don't plan if I'm feeling like bummed or low or whatever, I'll go do yoga or go on a walk or like connect with a loved one or something. And then I plan. And so I'm always planning, like I'm always really planning from a higher vibration. And Mm -hmm. I think that that's really helpful because we can't always control the moment. Right. No, we can't always control the moment, but we can, we can control our vibration. I love, I love that. And you know, you and I are so of similar minds of this. I say that it, it is planning that opens up the path to freedom. Because yes. you don't know what you're doing, you can, you know, you're kind of committed to everything and you're, you know, going yes. a million miles an hour and you're never conscious. You're never yes, present. exactly. So it, exactly. It, it really is planning that, you know, just the simple question, what am I doing now? What am I doing now? What am I doing now? And deciding that in advance. And of course, being able to shift and change it up if you need to, but having that daily structure, like you said, it's very yeah. repetitive, you know? every day I've got my schedule to come back to and my plan that grounds me in the present moment. Yes. Because instead of, instead of deciding what you're going to do, you get to play around with what it's like to consciously 
do whatever it is that you've said you're going to do in that moment. Right. Mm-hmm. So you actually get to like be there. I love this. It's so great. Yeah. You, you can, you can be here now when you're clear on what it is that you're committed yep. to delivering and accomplishing now. Yeah. So great. Hey, I want to ask you, I love this notion that you really got into the food aspect of it. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely a, a, a process and emerging skill for me. Um, I am vegetarian. As you know, I don't eat vegan. I have gone through a raw vegan phase, but didn't. <laughs> yeah. I do not do that anymore. Just yeah, that was 12 uh, years ago and I held it for a minute and then ago. it was not. Yeah, I, I, did. Did, I think I did about six months and it was great. I felt great, you know, amazing. And it's a really, you, you have to be really committed and skilled yeah. to, be able to do that. So um, but I'm, I'm curious. So what is, uh, how does food and meals, like that whole area of well-being, how does that fit into your notion of conscious living? Yeah. So in a couple of ways. So for myself, um, I find that, you know, it really is almost foundational. So in my initial experience of, of changing my food 12 years ago, sometimes I didn't always talk about this piece at first, but, you know, I, 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 there was a release of weight, but there was also like a healing of so many things, some that I didn't even know were wrong with, with me. I just took medicine for all the time. Right. Right. <laughs> um, and I haven't taken any of that medicine in 12 years. And sometimes I describe that whole time as it, it literally felt like I was, had gone to like 10 years of therapy in like a week. Like I had solved that many issues. Like I just felt just by lighter and happier. Yeah. I just felt so much lighter and happier and like in my body. And from there I could like, I felt like I could get more grounded and I was more connected to source and what was coming through me. Like, I just like, I could, I like could envision myself as the tree literally. Whereas I felt like I was always floating before that. Like there was just a fog that I couldn't access that way. Yeah. I mean, it's funny because since then I, I do work with a lot of, um, you know, spiritual teachers who who will say a lot that they use food sometimes when it's just too much, (laughs) you know, like it's too much to connect in that way. And so they know too, that it's like a portal to more clarity. So I just find that it can really support living consciously, Mm -hmm. um, as well as the practice of, I think, showing up to food, um, and being discerning about what makes you feel well, you know, all of that can also lift, obviously lift your vibe, um, but is also a practice of living con like, it's just a, it's like money. You know, you talk about money all the time, following through on food is also a way to just, it's a very tangible way to show consciousness Absolutely. as we're, as we're living. So I think that's one of the reasons why I, I gravitated toward it. And then the other piece is that if you're in a household, mm-hmm. um, and you're wanting to pass on consciousness, which is something that was really important to me, was that, you know, it was just an opportunity to pause and to like sit down and to um, be connected to each other and to food and um, in a way that I could see how the world was going so fast that it would be easy not to do that. Um, So, and it has, it's funny because in the past two years, I've actually encountered a lot of, um, of issues with, with children. And, and I thought like, I, you know, at the beginning, I thought I had done something really wrong, but in the end family dinner really helped us. It really grounded us. Um, it really served a purpose of, of consciousness. So I, I really believe in like that sitting down. And if you're by yourself, it's the same thing. Like if we're, we're by ourselves, we think we can walk around running, um, like eat running, but really sitting down and yeah being conscious with the food that's going in your body is, is just, I just think it's a great practice. Your family, you said that family, family dinners, something like saved your, 
your family? Yeah. Had? So, so it's funny. So I, so, you know, my daughter um, during COVID had somewhat of a, a mental health crisis of sorts and um, dinner was really my hard. son did as well. I think yeah. <laughs> most teenagers during COVID, right? I think we can, yeah, it was hard. It was, it was hard. hard. Yeah. It was hard. And it really, I made just me want to question. affirm that for you that, you know, yeah. you weren't alone in that my son did as well. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. And, and part at the beginning, I sort of questioned, like, I thought that a lot of what I was doing was solving for that. So at some point it was very humbling and that like, actually I can't control who my children are going to become, <laughs> you know, right. like this, right. there, there's a lot of factors to Bummer. that. Yeah. Um, and this practice, you know, because really I think like rituals and practice can really, um, help us to live more consciously because they really, you know, ground us in, in rhythm. And so at first it was very hard to be at dinner, but as, as I really use that as a nurturing practice and a way to show up to each other, um, even when things felt hard, it really, um, became a way that, um, got her to her strongest self very quickly. You know, I got lots of comments from everybody on our quote unquote team that they had never seen something happen so quickly. And I, I really do attribute a lot of that to this practice of, of sitting down for dinner and having that as just a, a real pillar to the day. Nice. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. So yeah. any, you know, it's not easy. Uh, it, it is way easier to just grab something quick. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. So- <laughs> So how, like practically, how do you make it work to be engaged in helpful meals and, and you know, what, what do you actually do? Do you? Yeah, well, it's interesting because a lot of it is about just getting really conscious and honest about what else is happening, you know, and, yeah. and so all the things, because I think a lot of times, you know, especially in the situation where people just weren't making enough time to sit down, you know, it's really getting really getting clear and conscious about, you know, what season are you in? And that might be that you're in a busy season for work or that it's, you know, summer and the days are longer, or it might be that you're in a certain hormonal season or a certain season of little kids versus adult kids, you know, teens. Like we, we go through all these different seasons in our life. And sometimes we hold on, I think, to the practices of a different season. So it's like, really, what does it look like? Where are you? Like, what do you need to be eating? When do you need to be eating? What works best? Like with all the things that are, you're balancing and plan for that, um, which I think is something that we, you know, it's, it's hard because we go to the grocery store and we see, you know, a thousand covers of what it should be like. It should only take five minutes and it should look like this. It should be this beautiful thing. And for most of us, that's enough to get us out of this, our high vibe, because we're like, mine doesn't look like that. And it certainly doesn't take me five minutes, you know, but, um, so one of the tricks that I find is really important in planning is, you know, when, when I plan a meal, like, does it really work with that day? You know, do I really have the time to make it? And when my kids were littler, there was a day they got out of school early. And I always made that the day that I would let them like be around and help. And I might make something harder, but then there were certain days when everybody had things after school work was harder you know, my husband wasn't coming home till late. And I, on those days, I like made sure it was something I made on Sunday or could make really quickly. Like, yeah. and so just matching up the things as, as okay. they make sense. So you, um, you I think like it's really planning, helpful cooking ahead of time. Like you might cook on Sunday and then use yeah. That, yeah. Use yeah. Just, just anything like, it's interesting. Like cooking can be really traumatic for people. Like the idea that we have to make meals 
is it's, it's, you know, again, it's like, it's sort of like money and sex. It's like the thing that we think we're supposed to know how to do perfectly yet. Nobody really, many nobody of us weren't taught how to do it. Yeah. 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 Like, it's just like, Oh, all of a sudden I'm a mom. I should know how to make three meals a day and right? pack lunches and have them be and like, healthy and, and, and have sure them be healthy. Them. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so it's like back to your work. It's like, it's like the most impactful thing is how can I make this a little easier so that I can stay in my full vibe, you know, like, so that I can really be high energy and high vibe in the process of cooking or in the process of eating with my kids. Yeah. Cause like some of us, you know, by the time we're sitting at the table, we're so depleted that if a kid doesn't like something, we will literally right. like, you know, <laughs> what do you mean you don't like it? Like that is not even okay right now. Um, it is, it's, it can be, but tough, we can but control I, that. I love what you're saying. And this is so counterintuitive, but so deeply true that planning and preparation are huge keys to living consciously in the moment. Yes. You know, it's not just like in the moment, like if you're just in the moment about food, chances are you're going to grab something quick and, and less healthy, or you're going to go out or you're going to order takeout. But you know, if you stop and for us, it's on Sundays, I do a lot of cooking on Sundays. And then I just kind of use that food throughout the week and might supplement it here and there with other things. But you know, it, in the culture that we are living in, where everything is quick and dirty and fast, and that that food that is quick, dirty and fast is not healthy processed foods. You know, if you're going to have a commitment to consciously eating real food, <laughs> that yes, is your mind and body, you know, chances and you don't want to just live on salad. <laughs> and chances yes. are, you you really have to stop and think uh, at some point, like, what is this week going to look like? So yeah. I love that you incorporate that as part of your and, teaching. And even if a week sounds overwhelming, I think even like the night before, but it's just okay. enough well, in advance weekends, because then I can like kind of handle it yeah. for the whole week. Yeah, me too. Get it kind of handled for the whole week. But yeah, you're right. Even if it's just the night before, but I don't want to have to, I honestly, I don't want to have to think about it like five, six, seven times. I want to think yeah. about it once <laughs> in a very big umbrella and then have that one kind of thought and effort support me and my family for the week. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's interesting. Cause like, I mean, it's funny. Cause I, you know, I do this for a living and at this point it's, I tell people all the time, I actually don't love cooking. I don't like, I'm not somebody who would go to yeah. Pinterest and like no, I see all the recipes, but I, I love feeling good. And I've actually like the process of, of making dinner and making food has become quite meditative and, and nice for me. Like, it's like a, like it is a high vibe activity for me at this point, even though I don't love doing it. I've like, you know, I've, I've made it fit into my day in a way that, that makes sense. Another thing that we tend to do is like, so we'll set aside 20 minutes to make a 45 minute meal. And so we always feel like we're always overwhelmed because we're like going against time. So I just have this hour I usually don't make things that take an hour, but it always feels like five minutes because I actually have enough time. Nice. Um, and you know, I've, I've figured out how, like when the kids were one age, they would come into the kitchen and do homework, or I would play music, or I would listen to a podcast, you know, like just something to like really lift my vibe and have it be an actual good experience. And I just feel like it's a, you know, it's not something to be solved. It's just like money and and all the things that are hard, like it's a spiral effect, right? So like, for example, I think in my head, subconsciously, I always thought that one day it just, I wouldn't have to plan, like it would just be fine. And I would be the most mindful eater in the whole wide world. And then, and there was a point where there, that kind of worked. <laughs> and then I hit my late 40 hormonal cycle. 
And I realized that like, actually like hormones make you, you literally like when hormones are out of whack and you're out of balance, you literally don't know when you're hungry or full. Like, and so then you have to work at what does it look like to balance those? Mm -hmm. And so then it becomes like another thing. And so there's like, it can, food can solve so many things. And I just, I think we give away, we give away a lot of power when we're not conscious about what what it can solve. Yeah. About what we're putting in our mouths. Yeah. I love the notion that food is medicine. And while you haven't used that phrase yet, that's basically what you're saying. Absolutely. Yeah. Food is medicine and and supports, it's interesting. It's a feedback loop, right? It supports our living consciously, but it also requires us to be conscious. Yes. So there's kind of a feedback loop. The more you, you so maybe you have to start with, okay, like I hear what you guys are saying, right? I need to be more conscious about my food and my food choices and my food planning and my food preparation. I need to be more conscious. So there has to be a baseline of paying attention. But then as as you move into that and you make higher vibe choices, healthier choices, you feel better, which f- feeds you being more kind things. Yeah, absolutely. I love yeah. that. I love that. I so value and appreciate your work, Mia. And I've been so impressed with how much you've, the community you've created and the work that you've done around this sense. Oh, thank you. Flow. I mean, you don't, you don't call it this in your branding, but you really are an expert in conscious living. That's, that is mm. what you are teaching people of you know, how to be more conscious in the day-to-day minutia of their lives. And I just think it's such a practical message and such an important message. So I know our listeners are going to want to track you down and learn more about the flow planner and the uh, simple, what is it? Simple flow. Plan, plan simple meals. And simple meals. So how can people find you and, and find out more about your work? I think the best way is just the website, which is plansimple.com. Um, I'm also plansimple.co at all the social media things. Thank you. And usually, you know, we're, we're, as we're, as we're recording this, but I'm not sure when it goes live, we're we're revamping a bit on the website, but there's Mm -hmm. always things to be had for, um, free, including how to design your day, like how to design your day in a way that, you know, helps you plan and, and be in your day more consciously. You know, I, I think I'm more relaxed just talking to you for a little bit. <laughs> so thank you for your time and being. Oh, thank you so much. Your wisdom and your tips for people. It just, I just really want to affirm for you that your work makes a difference in the world and in my life. So thank you for being you. Oh, thank you for having me and, and saying that. That's beautiful. All right. See you next time. Bye.